Hello and welcome to another episode of Football Talk Podcast. My name is Ozzy and I'm your host for today's show. Now, there's a lot of games in match week 11, but for me, there's only one game that was the talk of the town. So let's get into it. So the first game, Liverpool versus Man City, which finished 1-0. Now, if you watched my match reaction yesterday, I had a lot to get off my chest. Calmed down a little bit, so a bit more of a thorough analysis, but we'll see how it goes. I feel like I've got so much to say about the game. I could have done probably an hour show, but it's only fair that I review other games as well. So for me, the first point is that people thought we were done. People thought we were going to get smoked. Haaland was going to score a hat-trick as he has been this season. Van Dijk will lose his Anfield record. Well, none of these things happened, so... Van Dijk, for me, showed he's still an elite defender. His record is still intact, which is fantastic for him, obviously, having an individual record like that. But for me, Liverpool, more importantly, showed that they still have a lot left in the tank and we haven't fell off. We're still there. We've got plenty of players that are coming back to form. We're not going anywhere, especially without a fight. Now, I'm not going to claim that we're back in the title hunt or anything like that because I'm not making any ludicrous claims at this stage of the season. But I will say is I believe we're back in the mix. We should be fighting for top four. You know, a lot of fans, especially rival fans, have pretty much counted us out and not even discussed Liverpool as a top four contender. And speaking of those rival fans, where are you? United fans, City fans, Arsenal fans. Probably not Arsenal fans because they were quite noisy yesterday. You, you think they'd won the league. But rival fans, awfully quiet since yesterday. I'm used to hearing certain fan bases, dropping your DM here and there, pop, literally pop out of nowhere, talk smack about my team as they're enjoying Liverpool's downfall. Well, I hope you enjoyed it because for me, this will be the catalyst of our season. I think this will change the spectrum in terms of how we perform as a team going forward. Fortunately, we've got another injury with Jota. Uh, looks like a long, long one as well. I think he won't return until after the World Cup. Hopefully, it's not too serious. But in terms of our level performance, we definitely showed ourselves yesterday. There were definitely some standout performers yesterday. For me, uh, Van Dijk and Gomez were phenomenal. It was like 2018-19 season. Um, especially Gomez. For me... Gomez doesn't get the respect he deserves. I feel like he's one of the best uh, English centre-backs in the country. Um, Southgate sees otherwise, but he is what he is in that regards. Still hear a lot of smack about people calling Van Dyke Van Disney. Shows some respect. He's a top, top centre-back. So, you know, just because he's had a poor run of games, you're not a bad defender overnight. So, yeah, disrespectful, but... I guess it's battling for some, but I feel like people take a little bit too far. And that's just how I feel about in that situation. James Milner, I think it's time to let Foden out of your pocket now. Uh, let the boy live because he was nowhere to be seen yesterday, in my opinion. That is just a few stand-up performances for me. But let's get back to the game. Let's talk about the game in more detail. For me, the first half was very evenly contested. And I think... Come to think of it, I think City had the bad chances. They could have taken the lead. I know Haaland had a couple of chances, especially one with the header, which he probably would have buried in another occasion. But 
think Liverpool did well to hold off um, conceding any goals at that point. Second half was completely different in terms of how we played. But before the second half, let's talk about the big talking point, which was the disallowed goal for Man City. Let me keep it 100 with you guys. There wasn't only one, not two. There was three reasons why that goal shouldn't have stood. Firstly, it was the Salah chance where he was one-on-one and Edison made that fantastic save. That should have been a corner, but it was given as a goal kick. So that's one error from the referees there. Second error was the one where Fabinho got fouled, eventually got overturned. But that's a second moment where the play should have been stopped. The third moment was when Haaland was free on goal. Alisson had the ball to the um, his hands onto the ball and he got kicked kicked off by Haaland and then Foden made the finish. So for me, there's three things here that basically shows that goal should not have happened or that moment or shouldn't have happened. So say it how you feel in terms of that goal. For me, it was the right decision. The only decision that was made correctly by the referees in this game. And then second half for me, Liverpool... We just went for it. We had a different energy. Salah had a few chances to score. I think one-on-one situations. He had one shot where he tried to curl it, just went wide. But he finally got got the win for us with a beautiful goal. Great movement by great move by Allison, I should say, who, with his quick thinking, hit the ball from the for the counter attack. Salah, <coughs> excuse me, barges off Cancelo like he was a little kid off the ball. Great moving one-on-one with the goalkeeper. And this time, he produces that clinical finish. So, great move from him. But what about Kinsella? Where's the energy for his mistake? Because for me, he was awful in that game. Now, if that was Trent Alexander-Arnold, we would we would be seeing content creators talking about this left, right and centre. But it doesn't fit the agenda because he's not a Liverpool player. Kinsella is an established player. He's one of the best. But for me, he showed a lot of traits where defensively he was awful. So I feel like you should give the same energy. You know, Trent is regarded as an attacking fullback. He doesn't know how to defend. Cancelo is the same ilk. He's that similar type of player. But no one gives that energy when it comes to Cancelo. So it is what it is. But I don't want to go on too much about this game. I did a match reaction yesterday. I feel like I could literally talk about this all day. So just to conclude... Fantastic win for Liverpool. Um, I'm hoping it is a catalyst for us to change and turn around our season, which has been awful so far. The fans are excited, as they should be. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. For Man City, I think they performed really well. Um, I know there was that talk of them possibly being unbeaten. That's always going to be difficult in the modern game. So, it just wasn't meant to be. They'll be back trying to get that retain their title. Um, and speaking of the title, let's talk about the next team. So, Leeds United nil, Arsenal won. Arsenal fans were celebrating Liverpool's win like they've won the title. Um, <laughs> I have to be honest. Some, some of the Arsenal fans is shameful <laughs> in terms of how they're celebrating or they're reacting right now. We're in October. The season doesn't end until May. That's seven months away. So, just calm down. We're only like 10, 11 games into the season now. Long way to go. You're forgetting there's a World Cup. That could change a lot of fortunes for clubs. Then you're in your Europa League campaign as well. The further you get, the more games you're playing. So 
there's a lot of factors involved here. So I've never heard of a team winning a title in October, regardless of how great of a team we've had in previous years. So you're not even a great team. Let's let's keep it 100. So, but yeah, <laughs> back to this game. It wasn't an easy game for Arsenal. Um, Leeds had a lot of chances, but I think it was one moment of brilliance that was the the difference maker, and that was Saka's finish. What a quality finish from him! World class finish, in my opinion, and definitely worthy of being the winner of the game. Leeds United had some of their moments, though. Bamford returning back to first team actually has been out for a long time. Thought he scored the goal. I thought it was a goal looking at it first time, to be fair. I feel like he controlled it with his chest, but the referee or VAR saw it as him using his hand. So, debatable one regarding that. Leeds got a penalty later on after Saliba's handball, which was the right decision. Unfortunately, Bamford hit the, hit the shot wide. And then there was an incident with Gabriel and Bamford as well. For me, Gabriel was lucky. In terms of like, he didn't make contact. He tried to lash out on Banford, but because there was no enough contact, that red card was turned into a yellow in the end, which was probably the right call. But that would have been a, a costly red card. You know, he would have lost. He would have been suspended for three games. And in this this campaign of theirs, they need to keep everyone fit and ready. So, yeah, he needs to probably calm down in those sort of situations. It was at the latter stages of the game as well. So. You know, if you're getting pushed out of the way, you just got to keep it moving and not get affected by moments like that. But regardless, great three points for the Gunners. It's, I believe, four points. They are clear at the top of the league. Long way to go. So please, Arsenal fans, calm down. <laughs> the title has the never won in October. Let's just let's put it out there. Next game, Manchester United versus Newcastle. But before I go, I've got a couple of comments here. So... Bobby K, thank you for showing some love. Appreciate your comment there. Eddie's Football Waffle, thank you, Eddie, for your comment. Big up, is this the Liverpool revival? I hope not. United need Klopp to fail to have a big chance of top four. I hope it is. I hope it's a catalyst for us to move on and get our season back into gear again. But the problem with Liverpool this season is, has been that we've been very inconsistent. So... We've had a great result against Man City. But if we lose our next game or if we draw, then it's just it's it's a win that's a bit pointless in my eyes. So we've got to keep the momentum going and see how it goes. I know you're a United fan, so you're hoping that, that this is our downfall. It's a long season ahead. I think a lot of teams are challenging for that top four. So it does make the race very interesting for the neutrals. But long way to go. I wouldn't even say you know, this team is certainly going to be in the top four. I think there's a lot of teams that can qualify for that position. So, yeah, we'll see how the season pans out for all of us. Speaking of United, we can speak about their game. So, Manchester United versus Newcastle. For me, I think United should have got the win in this game. They had quite a few chances. But having said that, I think Newcastle had a couple of moments themselves as well. John Linton had a couple headers on goal. Bizarrely, it was like in consecutive moments there. Probably should have got one of them in at least. Uh, good save by uh, De Gea there to head it onto the to hit onto the bar. Controversial moment with Ronaldo where he thought the goal he thought the free kick was played by Pope and the defender. But I think I don't think it was a goal. I think the defender just gave it to Pope. 
Pope just looked a bit clueless in terms of what he wanted to do with the ball. And Ronaldo saw it as that, oh, he's touched the ball. Let me take advantage and score the open goal. But it wasn't the case. So I'd probably say the right decision in regards to that moment. Sancho gets fouled in the box later on in the game. For me, it should have been a penalty. But because of his theatrics where I think the simulation kind of just took over <laughs> the whole the whole incident there, that cost him and his team. Otherwise, I think that would have been a penalty for United. Fred and Rashford, they had chances in the latter stages to score the winner, but they unfortunately weren't able to convert. So a good point for Newcastle. United, on the other hand, might feel a bit hard done by. I think this might have, they might feel this is a missed opportunity to climb up the table. But Newcastle are a decent team right now. They're an informed team. They don't drop a lot of points. So got to take... And they gave out a positive in, in that situation there. Next game, Aston Villa versus Chelsea. So, great win for Chelsea. 2-0 victory. A comfortable performance from the Blues, in my opinion. Tyro Mings. <laughs> he had a shocking afternoon, to say the least. Um, an awful-headed clearance attempt. Um, don't know what he, was, what he was doing. Unfortunately, that headed attempt goes towards Mount who then applies a clinical finish to open the scoreline for Chelsea. Kepa had a great afternoon, made some quality saves, especially the one where Danny Ings had a point-blank header. That was world-class. So great performance from him. He's been out in the cold for Chelsea. So who knows, he might get a run of games now with Mendy's injuries issues at the moment. Goal afternoon. Goal of the afternoon, I would say, was the Mount free kick. However, I think... Martinez's positioning in goal was all wrong. Um, had he stepped to his left a bit more, I think he would have saved it as the shot wasn't in the corner. It was pretty few yards away from him. So better goalkeeping position from the goalkeeper who's normally quite consistent. So surprising to see how, how that happened. But nevertheless, a good win for Chelsea. Aston Villa still in the bottom half. So... They need to get the momentum going and try and climb up that ladder. Final game, Tottenham versus Everton. So Richarlison faced his former club, but it wasn't him that took the headlines in this game. It was Harry Kane who produced a great performance again. But Everton probably could have got the opening goal in the first half with Demari Gray. Uh, had a great run on the right-hand side, but unfortunately hit it high and wide. Kane manages to score the penalty after getting fouled by Pickford. A great finish as always from the England striker. Hoiberg gets the second goal and the winner for Spurs in the end. Slightly deflected, but hey, we'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Great finish from the Dane, who I think is, has been one of Tottenham's best players so far this season. So good win for Tottenham. Clean sheet as well. So yeah, onwards and upwards for them. I know they've had a Slight blip in terms of the Arsenal defeat, but I feel like they're getting back into their into their form again. So we'll see how that goes. So that's my match review of Match Week 11. Uh, so what I'll do is I'll announce the FPL Manager of the Week. And as I've said before, fixture list is coming thick and fast. But now we've got midweek games coming up as well. So I'll do a quick match preview give you my predictions of each game that are taking place from tomorrow. So in terms of the FPL manager of the week, that goes to Nana Asare, 
who scored 74 points. So well done, Nana. Um, I thought I did well. I got 48 points, but yeah, you definitely topped the topped the league. There wasn't many FPL managers close to your scoreline. So so well done to you. You're 44th in the league. I'm actually one place behind you. I'm 45th. So yeah, I'm trying to climb up that ladder myself. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. I'm sure a lot of people had Haaland as triple captain or whatever. I've still got Salah in my team. I've got faith in, in the Egyptian king. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes. But before we conclude, I will do a match match preview of match week 12. So let me share the fixtures for you guys so you have something visually to see and we can take it from there. So here we go. So the first fixture is Brighton and Nottingham Forest. So this will be an interesting fixture. I'm going to go for a Brighton win. I think Brighton have been the more informed team this season. And it's at home as well. So I'm giving it a 2-0 prediction. So 2-0 to Brighton. Crystal Palace versus Wolves. Uh, Wolves managed to get, get the win over the weekend. Crystal Palace have been a bit inconsistent in terms of result. They got a draw against Leicester City. Was the most exciting of games to say at least. However, point is a point. I'm going to give the edge to Crystal Palace. So I think Crystal Palace will win 1-0. That would be my score prediction there. As you can see, Arsenal City game has been postponed for that one we played this week. Next game is Bournemouth and Southampton. So <coughs> Bournemouth have been a surprising team. I think since the flashing of 9-0 against Liverpool, everyone's just expected them to decline. But they're still pretty much mid-table right now. So Southampton have been the team that have been more <coughs> excuse me, inconsistent where defensively they've been okay, but they haven't been scoring goals at the same time. So obviously a South Coast derby here. So I'm going to go for a 1-1 draw for this fixture. Liverpool and West Ham. West Ham got the draw, I believe, over the weekend. Uh, Liverpool obviously beat Man City, so they're in high in confidence right now. I'm going to go for going to go for a two-nil victory for Liverpool. I think it'll be two-nil. Brentford and Chelsea, so West London clash here between the two teams. I'm going to give Chelsea the win. I think it'll be 2 1. I think Chelsea will just nick it. And even though Belfast is a very hard place to get points, but I think they will get the win. Newcastle and Everton. That's an interesting one. I think Everton have shown that despite not winning a lot of games, they are defensively improved, um, improving as a team. But this is at St. James Park. So I'm going for. Uh, 2-0 victory to Newcastle. Manchester United and Tottenham, probably one of the games of the week, I would say. I think Tottenham might edge this one. Um, I'm going to give a 2-1 victory to Tottenham. And the final two fixtures, Fulham and Aston Villa. Mitrovic is back in the team, so that will definitely help. Fulham, he's, he scored on the weekend, I believe it was a 2-2 draw. I think it's a 1-0 victory for Fulham. 
And the final fixture is Leicester City and Leeds United. I was very impressed with Leeds United in terms of how they performed against uh, Arsenal, I think. They've got Bamford back, which is a big help to their campaign. Sinistera as well, who's a great left winger. I'm going for a 1-0 win for Leeds United. So that's my prediction there. When I do the match review for this, I'll try and match up to see how many predictions I got right. Hopefully get at least a few right, but we'll see how it goes. But yes, so that concludes our show for tonight. So thank you to everyone for tuning in. If you haven't already, please don't forget to like, comment and subscribe. I will be doing a match reaction show on Wednesday. So this will be the Liverpool and West Ham game for this reason, I'm a Liverpool fan. Uh, and then I will be doing a Matric 12 um, review as well. So the games conclude on the Thursday. So I might possibly do it on the Thursday night or the Friday night. I will confirm on my social. If you haven't already, make sure to follow me on Instagram at Aussie.ftp or you can follow me on Twitter, as you can see on the screen, at AussieFTP. So, as always, guys, thank you for tuning in. Take care, stay safe, and I hope to see you all very soon. Good night.